0: Welcome to another episode of Lawyer Lifter Podcast. And today we're going to talk about what everybody really, everybody really likes to hear the tea. And um, I always say that it is very interesting and dramatic um, and traumatic when you sit as business counsel for so many businesses. Um, I feel, and I, I joke with you know, colleagues about, oh, crim- criminal lawyers, like they, they have nothing on me because at the end of the day, I mean, if you're a criminal defense attorney, your clients are, you know, locked up, you know, they're they're somewhere and supposedly their actions have ceased. But when we talk about business, especially on the small business side, everything is, you know, I wouldn't like, I don't say small, you know, as like a, Um, a chip on small business owners, because as I've always said, since the beginning of this law firm, small businesses, it's a, it's a misnomer. You can still kick ass with um, a team of one, two or three. But when we're talking about a small business, everything does get magnified from, you know, um, just how a business owner feels and does business. And that also can lead to huge blunders or huge drama. Um and so the what I want to talk about is kind of like an offshoot about what the last episode we talked about which is like doing business with your family and friends or whatever and I've said that my law firm you know I don't actually have anybody here that began as a friend or a family what has happened is that like here i've i've picked amazing people with skill sets i don't have which we posted about on instagram earlier this week about you know how do you how do you scale your business you know you find people with skill sets that you don't have and then in that way you're you're building your business so um these people here in my law firm they became friends and family, etc., um, which is so much like what the mantra of this law firm is: is that it's very um, family oriented. Like my clients become the friends, become the family. But what the biggest blunders um, that we experience as counsel for a business is when. You do um, any type of business with friends or families, and um, you think that because of the rapport that doing business is just going to flow because you guys have been buddies, because you guys are friends. And actually, that is the bloodiest types of fights that I've ever you know been counsel for and I'm going on I'm almost 11 years in practice and I have literally represented father against son, mother against daughter, sister against brother um and I think because of how close everybody is there's no bars or holds. Like nobody gives a fuck. They will just kill each other and when you throw money into the game it becomes the most savage thing ever Um, and so especially when you've got already I think probably one of the best stories that I have is just siblings who are Very, very talented in their own right. And then they decide to um, create a business and it works out for a little bit. But then, you know, you grew up with, I mean, you grew up with your person, you grew up with your brother or sister, don't tell me, no matter the age difference that there's not an underlying sibling rivalry. Always, always. Now take that like underlying sibling rivalry and then mix it into a business that both of you have started. And then, you know, usually it breaks up. And then people, these siblings, um, I've got a lot of sibling uh, legal action, actually. And it's not like, you know $5 is at stake it's literally like um I want this entire business and I'll pay you out or it's like okay you're paying me out of this business that we started but um you owe me way more than what you're, you know, like saying, you should buy me out. And so many times we are operating in the legal um, atmosphere without any kind of contract. And as I've said, again, you know, when I have business owners or um, entrepreneurs come to me, and they're always like sweating bullets, because they don't have like a, a contract in California, you know, I prefer there to be a contract. That's why when I start up businesses, I very much am the attorney babying until we get the infrastructure. But, you know, in California, the law breathes contracts into the conduct of the parties and text messages and emails. And, you know, like now, uh, social media is so, it's, it's becoming more respected in the sense of like in the like courtroom because it's being used as true evidence of various things that we we do here, like defamation, slander, libel. Like so Um, as I as I noted, when you have sibling rivalry and then you take that into business, there's so much it just it, it it snowballs so we not only have like two siblings who are business owners who want to get away from each other and so as a divorce you have to split the assets or you, one has to buy the other out and but we in the middle of that the siblings definitely as I said, there are no bars or holds, so they trash talk, right? And you remember like holidays where you're trash talking your brother, or you're trying to one up them in front of the in front of your family. That becomes a wilder situation because these grown up siblings with money with money um, that's at stake will take that fight. To an arena like social media. So what happened like so when you call your brother a dipshit and the and they and accuse your brother of being a dipshit to the extent where the business that you guys started is now suffering from your brother's like dipshittedness, then that um is a substantial like that substantiates some causes of action like defamation, slander libel. So it becomes something way more than that. And then we, as I said, it's a snowball effect, it just keeps going and going and going. And then I've got I mean, I've got stories like up the yin yang, when I was approached to do this podcast about blunders, I And then I thought, well, what what are the biggest blunders? And like, you know, we just came off of last week's episode with like being cautious about doing business with family and friends. And now we're like expanding on that because so many of my blunders and that really is a soft word for me to use happen when you do business with family and friends. And the big one is when I've got my young people And when I say young people, I'm talking about the new generation of business, like in their 20s, and you know, they're not married. And I literally have a a like a case where I've got a a business owner, a CEO who has like a girlfriend, and they don't have any, you know, right now. prospects of getting married. But this CEO decided to, you know, like gift several assets of the business to the girlfriend. And so okay, like, then what happens is that they break up. And then my CEO is like, you know, I gave this, I put her on this, like, agreement, I did this, like, now I want her off. And it's like, okay, well, you know, it looks like she actually was not just gifted these things, like she had a substantial part in your business. And that becomes very surprising to my young CEO, like, no, like, I just wanted to show her that I loved her. And I trusted her. And, you know, we were doing this together. Um, And it's an unwinding, but you see the problem here. It's like, I think that what happens is that people have these underlying very close relationships and as a showing of love and trust they bring these people in but never like think about the next scary idea which is what if we break up and I know it is very scary because no one wants to think that in try in doing a in in planning for success in the business, that then, the other thing they have to think about is the dis- dissolution of a business venture or business partnership. No one wants to think that because it's almost like jinxing the the success that you you guys are building. But it is actually one of the most successful power moves that you can do as someone who's starting a business or you know who's looking to expand the business and thinking like hey I want to um get this person back back into the business and we can do something great that is actually uh, the saving grace is to think about um the entire lifespan of your business, which is why I, again, like, I, I feel like, you know, all of these topics on this podcast and what we put out on Instagram, like happen circularly because you have to have a plan, right? And unfortunately that plan is what happens if we just don't want to do business with each other anymore. So, um, Blunders happen when you don't think with your head and you think too much with your heart. Um, I People are going to come back and are going to say like, oh my God, that's awful for you to say that. And it's not like I'm saying that you do business like stone cold with ice in your veins. What I'm saying is that there has to be a pretty good balance here. And even though everybody's very excited to um, do something in business with someone they already trust. I mean, we see it to go very dark. Like, what do they say about sex offenders and like, whatever? They're always the ones that are closest to you. And kind of like you can make that analogy with business, right? Like the people closest to you have a little bit more freedom to, um talk to you differently to kind of like act differently within your business so it's really important like knowing that what i'm saying like these blunders that we deal with is to you know understand that if you are thinking of getting into business with a family a friend a lover whatever Um, that you sit down and just like really have a candid conversation with a lawyer um, and then probably another type of counselor. Um, So you need counselor, lawyer, counselor, therapist, (laughs) because it's definitely um, before you go down that path, make sure that everybody's good with some terms and use those terms to um, you know, navigate through all the ups and downs of your business. So this episode is definitely a- dedicated to, yeah, you know, if you are going to do business with people close to you, okay, like tread with caution. And also I will tell you the biggest and bloodiest litigation that we have seen always comes from within your business not from like an outsider within. So um, there's my two cents. I mean, I, as you know, from this law firm, like I run everything pretty like in-house for small businesses and we're known for litigation. But like understand that litigation is when shit hits the fan. Like we're doing damage control. It's not like a shoulda, woulda, coulda time. Um, when we talk to small businesses, that's the time we do preventative stuff, which is actually my favorite part of um, sitting uh, as the owner of this law firm. Like my favorite part is starting up and doing like things for the business that grow. It's when litigation happens and sometimes it is necessary where the business has to kind of be stagnated because you have to allocate Money that would otherwise be spent in expansion to feeding the litigation machine, whether you're going after someone with cause, like there's a reason, or you are defending yourself because ultimately, you know, like the more successful you get, understand that you are not impenetrable. Understand that actually the more liability. Um, you may accrue because you are expanding and you are um, putting yourself out there. So litigation is just, it's what we're known for. It's not my favorite thing because I love to spend more energy and resources expanding, but know that in your expansion, litigation is part of the life of your business. And it if business is to be indefinite, understand that litigation is a matter of when not if thank you for listening to the lawyer lifter podcast you can listen to other podcasts at www.lawyerlifter.com or your favorite podcast apps please don't forget to rate review and subscribe